it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, um, I want to talk about the decision not to foul Luca at the end of over. Oh, please. <laughs> we, yeah. we will get Can to that. we? Hold your fire for a okay. second, John. Bergman, get that call ready. <laughs> My call at the end of the game. I think I might need to go to a psychiatrist, but go ahead. But first, it's time to do a touchdown dance. How about that, Yeah, Mace? Sean, Sean McVay, McVay is coming back, and that he decided to come back is surprising for me. Yes. That he decided to come back five days after saying, hey, I need some time to figure this out is shocking Although, you to know, me. Ireland and I were saying yesterday – we thought the longer it went, the more likely he was to come back. I agree with that, yeah, but this so didn't go didn't go a week. It didn't go a long time. Yeah, but it, it couldn't. I mean, the longer he waited, they have to they have to work on a plan B if he's going to leave. Sean Payton's interviewing with people right now. Right. He went in Denver yesterday. No, I get that. Raheem Morris went and interviewed for that job. You need to you need to get in there and, I, and interview these eligible I, candidates. I completely understand that, but the fact that it took less than a week is really But what I'm days. saying, it had to. Like, if he didn't tell them today, I was going to kill him. Because, really? Yeah, because I love Sean. You were going to go after Sean today? I love Sean, but I was going to say, look, man. The playoffs start tomorrow. That means are there two games or three tomorrow? Two tomorrow. Two, two tomorrow. Two Sunday. Two three one. one. Okay. Two three, three one. On so two three one. Two more teams out tomorrow, mm-hmm. and all these weird rumors that if Brandon Staley gets boat raced, they may get rid of him. That for some reason they don't like Mike McDaniel in Miami. Every time one of these jobs opens up. Sean Payton, all these. I mean, you can't. I, I Sean, you, Sean McVay can't take three weeks to decide. I, I, I you're right. I think if it's anybody theory, other than Sean by McVay, theory, right. I think you give Sean McVay a wider berth than you're describing. How long? Would you? What's reasonable? I oh, think week. you. I think you give him till comfortably into the playoffs. I think you could give him a couple of weeks, maybe even three. Even, and I think, Trav, and I think the Rams would have done even it. Even if your candidates start, like if Brandon Staley gets fired, he's getting yeah. another job. Probably. So now, now we can't hire him yeah. because Sean won't decide. Look, I think that Sean McVay is one of the few guys in the entire league that you say take the time that you mm-hmm. need. Right. That doesn't mean you start don't get but your ducks he's in a, a row. But he's a really good dude. I think he's the one who put who gave the answer today. I think he was starting to feel guilty. I, I think there's two possible things that he realized, and I said this to Al that. Even four days of I've got nothing to do made right. me stir crazy. Sure, like sure. I, I need to have. I, I can't do nothing. I, I I'm going back. The other thing is your point, John, which is, hey, listen, we need to know sooner than later because we need to move on if you're leaving. And he makes a decision that maybe he's a little quicker than he might like. And a month from now, two months from now, it's he pulls a Brady. Yeah, but third, uh, the opposite. <laughs> but third the opposite. Third point. He believes that he has got the pieces to be able to win next year. He wouldn't come back unless he felt like, yeah, I got Aaron Donald. Jalen Ramsey sent a weird tweet in the middle of the night. But <laughs> yes, now he maybe, did. What did maybe, he tweet? He tweeted, uh, this is it. It, Emily, it is put that what on the it screen, is. The Aaron it was Donald what tweet. it was. Yeah. Uh, if this is my I last go, uh, I went out with a bang. Yeah, I'll read it to you exactly. This Ramsey? Is what, this yeah, is Jaylen what he Ramsey. tweeted. Is he it's even 30? It, it, it is it what kinda, it is. It was what it was. Pretty good memory there. If that's the end, <laughs> I went out with a bang. That's still that. And then he tweeted again, loyalty is priceless and it's all I need. Love all. And then this symbol. Yes. All right. 
Yeah. Well, I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad McVay's team because I think this is one of the rare circumstances where injuries really did take them off the board. And I think they can compete if yep. they're healthy. And, he, and they don't need to go out and make a lot of changes. They need to fix the offensive line. But once they do that, I think they're good. I, well, I want to read this to you guys real quick because this is we're going back to oh, the. Oh look, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, he's got a full list. You've got right. a, I've, I've got notepad. I've got I like your thirteen reasons in, why the Rams failed in, miserably. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, if half of these break the other way, I think the Rams are in the playoffs. Okay, they don't. You don't need the thirteen to go the other way. Okay. Here's what it is: they didn't have any picks coming into this season. Yes, the right. one pick that they did have in Logan Bruss didn't play a single got snap because yeah. he got hurt in the preseason. Matthew Stafford never worked out during the off season because he had an elbow issue. Never drew developed any chemistry with Allen Robinson. They lost seven coaches off of last year's staff. They basically didn't have an offseason because they played until the middle of right, February because right. they were in the Super Bowl. They had 13 different starting lineups on the offensive line. Allen Robinson might have been a bust. Was they, a, they, is a bust. They might have missed on yeah, him he's completely. A bust. Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald all missed giant chunks of the season. They had four different starting quarterbacks. Four. That doesn't happen in the NFL where you start four different guys. They had the hardest schedule in the NFL by a mile. If half those things go the other way, I think they're in the playoffs. Um, I'm with Travis. Yeah, those, I'm, those I am, are good points. I am I too. Love, I love the fact that you recorded them old school, not on your computer in a word no, no, document. No, 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 actually, you wrote them on a notepad. Mace, Mace, do you want 1998? Go to your notes from. <laughs> I got okay. a file at home. All right, you guys, want to hear, you guys want to hear something weird? My my favorite television writer, Mason, gets sick of me talking about it. Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. Writes everything on legal pads. Does he really? Yeah. Every every West Wing, every movie, mm. everything he's ever done, handwritten on a legal pad. <laughs> no, that's yeah. weird. I know. All well, that it says, says, the guy, says the guy who just wrote 13 <laughs> right. things on a legal way, pad. Look how, look how neat it is. Too. Has it's a number of right pages. There. Yeah, you've I go back. I got everything dated. I know exactly where wow, it is if I need to go back. Very organized. Something. Impressive. That's very well, organized. it's great news. McVay's coming back. Uh, I was psyched about it. Uh, psyched about it now. One Hashtag more, Rams house. Let's go. 100%. One more little Rams thing before John his head explodes because they didn't foul last yeah, night. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> By the way, how about this? Uh, is, is there a chance... That they still do blow it up and try to try to to rebuild this. That he, I don't think he so. had that. Wait, moment. what? What? In, what constitutes blowing it up? In other words, you know, Jalen Ramsey. Maybe we can get something. Trade Aaron Donald. Maybe Aaron Donald saying. is at the point. May, look, also Matthew no. Stafford. Maybe no. there, there's a team no. like the Raiders that think we can do with him what you did with him. We'll take. Yeah. him. we'll give you. But a, why would a King's he ransom. come back for a rebuild? Because he must believe that there's something. Yeah, I think, here that will. Make I think him they're well positioned. He realizes he's going to go nuts staring at the walls. Six days a week. That's not well. He was if Trav. If he would have stepped away from the Rams, he would have either gone into broadcasting or like gone with Veronica over to the Ukraine for six months. I understand that. He's a football coach. Yeah, he's a football coach. He's not. He will be a broadcaster at some point. Yeah, this guy leads. Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey into battle. Every it's what he does. Yeah, and and to not have that to do, I think, is something that he could have. Quick, quick side note here. Quick side note here. Did you guys talk about the Staley stuff, yes, playing the, the guys Staley, on Lehman, Sunday, Mike all Williams that stuff? Game, and you guys saw this crack in the back or something? Yeah, he's out. Two, Mike Williams is out two to three weeks. So that that may shoot the Chargers' chances in the foot. The weird thing about Staley in that game, and I like Staley because he kind of goes for it all the time and he seems to get it. I, if McVay left, I was going to lobby for the Rams to hire Staley. I, I, really, I would have. Yeah. I would have. But I'd be on islands. You. But maybe we're on islands here. Here's the weird thing. So I was in Denver. They played Chargers played at Denver on Sunday. I was in Denver. I was over at my friend's house. They're all a bunch of Bronco fans. 
And I said, uh, it's coming down to the end of the game. The Chargers have three timeouts left. They're down by three. They got the ball around midfield. And Staley just lets the clock run out. Mm-hmm. Doesn't stop it. Kept doesn't, three timeouts in his pocket, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't do anything. Just and I and I thought, what are you doing? I go, oh, he doesn't want overtime. He doesn't want anybody getting hurt. Maybe it was a reaction to the Mike Williams thing. But clearly, he did not care about winning or losing that game. He didn't need it. Did he was it, already in the playoffs. Didn't matter in any way. Not, not in any way. Not at all. They were lost. That they were going. They were, they were going to Jacksonville, win or lose. Got it. And so once you make that determination that the game doesn't matter. Why would you play your... Well, here's, here's my question. 100%. What would McVay do? He would play nobody. He'd bubble wrap everybody. Uh, like he does in the preseason and like he did, I Mc, think, in McVay week 16 last year. McVay literally, the day before that game, would have been calling guys from last year's taxi squad <laughs> hey, saying, hey, we're guys. flying we're in. You up. <laughs> yeah, we're flying you into Houston. Let's go. I, the reason I would not hire Brandon Staley if this had gone a different right. way and there was a Rams vacancy is not just that he makes bad decisions everybody does every yeah. coach makes weird decisions that don't right. make any sense he doesn't seem to learn from them that's the part that scares doubles me down with his post-game comments that, that he continues to say nope that was the right call when it's empirically not true Boy, that's so not mcveigh too it's what McVay, i mean mcveigh's the opposite mcveigh you know, takes ownership hey of look things. i i can make decisions a better way here and i'm examining all the time no what staley I'm tries to justify everything that he's done that's obvious you made a mistake yeah. The Mike Williams thing may doom them. If they lose tomorrow, mm-hmm. the Mike Williams thing. Well, what were you saying them. earlier? You're well, saying look, you gotta, you're, you're never going to be able to say right there. But let's say that whoever is in Mike Williams' spot drops a key pass. Let's right. say that the guy goes left when he's supposed to go right, and Herbert throws a pick because the guy ran the wrong route. What if there's more attention on Keenan Allen and Eckler, and Herbert's life is a little bit more difficult? No yeah, that's a really exactly. good point. It's it's a lot of stuff other than just okay, we're down a guy. The ripple effects on that are for real. Go, go ahead, ahead, John. All right. <laughs> As you may or may not know, if you listen to Michael and I do games, our absolute pet peeve, the thing that drives us insane, is at the end of the game, if you're up by three and the other team has the ball, and I shouldn't have to explain this, but I will, (laughs) two points cannot beat you. You are up by three. Two points do not matter. You escort the other team to the rim. The only thing that can get you. The absolute only thing is a three. Now, we had a unique situation last night in that Michael was at a funeral in the Bahamas and Trudell was filling in, and Trudell still does TV postgame. Okay. So he leaves at the end of – last night he left at the end of regulation, end of the first overtime. He goes down to the court so he's ready to do his thing, and I'm there by myself. And I want you to listen to this, and you guys can t- – like, I don't think I've ever been – this frustrated on the air and i just let it all out i'm probably gonna get in trouble for it i don't care (laughs) it makes no friggin' sense this was my call at the end of the game last night luca having trouble getting it in now gets it into dinwiddie now back to luca luca dribbling right three-pointer they let him take it and he hit it i don't know why the lakers do that i don't know why the lakers let him shoot it it makes literally no sense to me all you have to do is foul him and he gets two free throws Instead, they let him take a three, and he ties the game at 101. What am I missing? (laughs) All right, give me the other side of this. What am I missing? Okay, honestly, there really is no other side. There isn't. And and Darvin Ham mentioned... Slee, it happens all the freaking time. And here's what makes it even more frustrating. Matt Ryan did it 
for us hmm. to New Orleans two months ago. Yeah. So they know how the movie ends and they still won't acknowledge it. And and then after the game, Darvin said, well, I didn't really want to foul, but we should have blitzed him and taken the ball out of his. Okay, fine. Yeah. But what you did, that put a shorter defender on the best clutch shooter in the NBA when you're up. By three, <laughs> give me a gun. I'm gonna kill myself. Can I can't you imagine? Can you imagine what Luca's thinking when he? Well, Luca said it after the game. Wait, Luca goes, "I was shocked me. they didn't foul me. They didn't yeah, foul Luca me. They it. didn't send a double. Yeah. The smallest Laker was guarding him, yeah. and he's just looking up at the twenty thousand well, fans, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead yeah, and just tie like, the game.' You right You can here. tell by my voice that I'm like desperately rooting for the Lakers, but I am. I, I I'm just beside myself. I don't know how many times this has to happen, not just to the Lakers. For example, it happened to New Orleans. Is the argument Trav, to the contrary? Okay, so Luca, there was a you game. don't want to put on the line, make one, miss it, get a tip in. Is that but, the argument? But no. that's Trav. How many points is that total? Three, three. Right. No, you can't give up. That's three. harder. What you just said to do is much but harder. It's, so I'm, so tr- I'm trying to find right. the so argument I, against there's it. There's no argument against it. I've always thought that instinct takes over at some point. That you start, you you. Well, they, that's where the coach has to come in and right, say that's where we're the coach fouling. Has to say no, we're fouling. But instinct, I think works on a lot of these things mm. people wind up giving up the uh the you got to give up the two points you got to give up the two points so just put five the guys by the way if you go back and look at the, they're coming it, off a timeout so right. they would even have that chance, Correct, to, chance and if to you the instinct would help by the way yeah. and if you look and this happens all the time if you look at the lakers playing defense on the other four guys besides luca they're all guarding the guys inside the three-point line. Which has no effect Why? on the team. Why? If Luka misses, okay, in that scenario, they're going to get it and throw it back out yep. to the three-point line. Why are you guarding anybody in the paint? All right. I what cr- are you doing? I want to cross Star the screen effing here. driven town. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I want to cr- Darvin Ham, to your point, going back to Brandon Staley yes. for a second, said in so many words, yeah, that was a mistake. That one hurt. Uh, we, we, that, he, that's, that's on me. Is that's what he on said. me. Yeah. Is that what Darvin said? Yeah. That's on it, me. R- really, but he didn't. He didn't say he wanted to foul. No, he, he didn't. He, he, he wanted to blitz him. Here was his yeah, response. Foul. Everything was uh, red after ten. Um, hit if we needed to. Felt confident in the five guys we had out there defending. And he does what he did. What Luca does. He made a shot. I'm kicking myself in the butt. I needed to coach a little better in that instance. We should have blitzed him, but. Okay, so the, you know, that's the part that I'm talking about. He did say, look, that's I, I should have done a better job. Yeah, but yeah. in that timeout, are you telling me he didn't say he didn't want to foul? You don't think Obviously he said? not. And, and how about he this? said in the beginning of that, the foul was not, his strategy was he wanted to, he wanted to blitz him as opposed to was it foul. Was it Schroeder Garden, Luca? Schreuder. Okay. Dennis Schroeder's two inches shorter than Luca. Yeah. Luca's whole game is he just shoots over you. Especially that step back that yep. he does. Right, yeah. And he, and, and he might be the best in the NBA at it. Right. There was a game last year when, uh, or maybe two years ago, when the Lakers were up three at the end of regulation, and Michael said, we're playing the Warriors, and Michael says, they better not let Steph shoot a three. If Steph touches this ball, you better foul him. And the Lakers don't do it. And this is before Darvin was here. And Steph comes down and hits a three. It happens every year. You gave the example in the finals. Jameer Nelson, Derek Fisher. Right. And what in did, the finals. And Jeff Van Gundy was brilliant. Jeff Van Gundy said, in the NBA finals, okay, the Lakers are up two games to one in the NBA finals. So it's game four. Orlando has to win this game or they're dead. Okay? The Lakers are down three. And here comes Derek Fisher on a fast break. And Jameer Nelson has got Fisher. Now, they are there's five seconds left in the game. Does Derek 
Does Jameer Nelson think Derek Fisher's going to drive to the rim and lay it in? <laughs> he drives right to the three-point line, pulls up, shoots a three, and ties the game. Nelson backs up. And Jeff Van Gundy says, <laughs> keep in mind, his brother Stan is coaching right, the Magic. Right. And Jeff Van Gundy says, what does Jameer Nelson <laughs> think Derek Fisher is going to do? What did the Lakers think Luka was going to do? They're down three. All right. I, all right. I'm trying. I, I'm desperately trying to come. There up is with no another, other side. I got one. I don't. Okay. I'm not saying this Good, is what happened. I want to. I'm just. I'm just guessing here. Right. Okay. What if Darvin Ham told him to do exactly what you're suggesting? He said after the game he didn't. It, okay, but but what okay. he's doing is I'm not throwing my yeah, team. Yeah, what up. if I'm he's not, covering? I'm that's okay. Not, yeah, what if he's covering? Yeah, that's right. Dennis Schroeder or Brown or whoever. He's John McVay. I'm not going to say, hey, listen, he blew it. I told him okay. what to do. He did LeBron's it one of the smartest players in the history of the NBA. He was one of the five guys out there. I don't know why LeBron just didn't say, hey, whoever gets the ball, I'm fouling him. I, mm-hmm. I, Sure, I mean, I'm just saying that. I'm trying to, because this, you're listen, right. The only, I'm the only argument, the only argument that comes up in this conversation, but you can't have 11 seconds off on the clock. It's got to be like two, three seconds. That you don't want to foul somebody because they're going to go directly into their motion for a three. Right. And you could foul and somebody one. taking a three who's going to get three. Well, that's why. Which I think that's one. what Luca was trying to do last night. But, I thought he was trying but to draw. Keep the foul. in mind, Luca was the guy who inbounded it. Mm-hmm. All right. Right. And you knew Luca was going to shoot it. Sure. So whoever. On that call, I say who he inbounded it to, but whoever he inbounded it to, yeah, you just wrap him up. Yeah. Okay? Send him to the free throw line. So even if he makes one. There's no more. Yeah. Okay, even if he makes one and then misses the other one and they make some circus play to send you to overtime, all right, great, they made a play. Have you ever asked Darwin this question? the time. All the time. Yeah, they said, yeah, we should have fouled. But why? I mean, I'm saying it before the play happens. (laughs) Right, and by the way, and out of a timeout. Yeah. Which is yeah, just kind of inexcusable because you had a chance to set the stage and say, hey, do this, don't do that. Sean McVay is coming back for woo, another woo, woo, season woo, woo, woo. with the Rams. Go Rams. Mason and Ireland coming up next. Have a great weekend. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Bah! Ah! It was a good performance except for the last 11 seconds of regulation. 
I, didn't, I also didn't think it was a good performance for the officials. That was terrible. That was, they were that awful. That was garbage. I mean, that, and that Troy was Brown a, got fouled at the end of regulation. No question. And LeBron way. got fouled at the end of the first overtime. Yeah, it, they, they, they got no help from the refs. It just wasn't their night. That's going to happen. And let me say this. Darvin is incredibly well-liked and for good reason. He's working his ass off. He's, he's doing everything he can to get this team back to a championship level. I just wish he's got 10 assistant coaches over there, Mace. I just wish some of them would have gone, hey, look, we've seen how this movie ends. Let's not give them a three. Right, right. And they didn't do it. That's not the reason they lost. The refs were bad. The refs were bad. They were out rebounded 14 to 3 on the offensive glass. LeBron was 0 for an overtime. Yeah, 0 for 7 from 3 in the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were other reasons, but you can now trace exactly three things. That. If they replay that 10 seconds differently, the Lakers win the game. Right. Damn. So you got to be feeling good that McVay's coming back. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. See, I've been having this argument with Bergman. He's like, yeah, McVay's leaving because they're going to suck next year. It's like, no, McVay's coming back because I don't think they're going to suck next year. He knows they can compete. Greg, why do you think they're going to suck next year? Because Mason likes to put words into my mouth that I don't actually Wait a minute. On this show, someone put words into another person. (laughs) Now, I, for one, Greg, would never (laughs) do that. Just like you never use hyperbole. You said Look, I said if he leaves, I think that Aaron Donald would also leave, and then Matthew Stafford has a chance where he could leave, too, even though he's already said he'd won. And you... Specifically, Steve Mason. No. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say no. You don't even know what to say. I know what you're going to say, and it's completely. Talk about putting words in someone's mouth. No, you said I would be okay if Matthew Stafford retired. Lies. Not lies. Lies. Not lies. Do you think I said that, John? I do. Yeah, I did. And I- <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing about McVay, too. Like, I love the fact that he's back. It's great for the Rams. Wonderful. He's going to do it again next year. Okay, wait a minute. He's going to do it every year. He's going to do it every I, year. I, I, is I'm that okay what you want? That. You I want know. a Brett Favre situation? I'm, I'm okay with that, man. You're okay with that? As long as you can keep the state-of-the-art I, coach in the NFL, you do it and you wait for him. He's just waiting to get this hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars this year, before he's someone waiting else. to go back to the he, Super it's, Bowl. Greg, it's not about money. He's 36, and Amazon offered him $100 million. And he's making right. $14 well, million a year. He doesn't, I, he doesn't care about the money. He's no, the it's not about highest that. paid coach in all of North American I just don't. I just, I just don't know for a Rams fan. I'm obviously a Raider fan. But Correct. for Rams fan, why you'd want to go through this year after year well, yeah, after it's year? It's not year after year. year. It's just one bad year. So I mean, far. he's been he's here. But he's saying, is he going to freeze us at the end of every year? Saying, I need a couple of days to think about yeah, it. I'm I don't fine. think he will. I don't think he will. I'm mm. fine if you need a couple of days. Now, to if think he does that, Greg, it would be a story. But I don't think he. It, McVay's too good of a guy. I don't think he'll do that every year. Remember, he's a good guy. He's remember very good that guy. last interview with McVay where he said we said something about the season not going right, and he said this season was the blanks. And I thought, oh, he's really frustrated. He's never cussed on the show before. He's really frustrated. Well, when, oh, yeah. When, Do you when remember he said, that? Can you believe this blank? Yeah. yeah. Can you believe this? Uh, so I thought, yeah, he was obviously frustrated. But I, I mean, I think he's coming back, obviously. And I think he believes that they can win. I don't I don't subscribe to the Travis, oh, maybe they're going to rebuild the thing and Sean's going to be here for the rebuild. I don't think he'd come back for a rebuild I don't where either. you trade Aaron Donald and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm, he's by coming the way, back to win. I, I don't think Aaron Donald, this is just me, but I don't think Aaron Donald will ever play for a team other than the Rams. I agree. I, agree. I think that if Aaron Donald isn't going to play, He's going to retire. He's made $100 million. He doesn't need money. He's going uh, to the Hall of Fame. Right. There's nothing else. He's got his ring. Yep. There's a, Same thing with Matthew Stafford. There's, I mean, these guys are playing because they think they can win again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's it. So that is great news. Great news. All right, so one guy. One K, guy. At KC The Real. Okay. Hey, KC. 
says that he does not agree with my take on fouling at the end of games. He says, don't agree, Ireland. If a team can't make free throws, which the Lakers can't, Dallas will foul after making their free throws. So um, so do we play oh. KC's argument out? There were 11 seconds left. Yep. I'm arguing foul. Yep. Okay, so there'd be, what, seven, eight seconds right. left after foul. you foul. Luca goes to the line. Luca goes say he makes both. They're down one. They're down one. Whoever the Lakers inbound the ball to. Gets fouled. Gets fouled. Let's say he misses two free throws, then Dallas can win the game. Right. But that never happens. No. Show me an example of that. You got le- they, They're likely to make at least now, one. Now, what could have happened was there was a game against the Knicks where Luca, because Luca's a magician. Yeah. They by, were, by the way, the shot we're talking about was just a ridiculous they were, shot. They were down three. Yep. The Knicks did what I want everybody to do. They fouled. Yep. So Luca made the first one. Then he threw the second one off the front of the rim, caught it, and threw it in on an absolute circus shot to send the game to overtime. But I would argue the degree of difficulty on that is way higher than just Luka shooting a three over a shorter guy. Yeah, right. So if they do that, you got to say, okay, they made a circus shot. We got to go overtime. But you don't have to do – what they did – Letting single covering Luca with a shorter player and letting him shoot a three um, is stupidity. Right. I I don't. Matt Ryan did the exact same thing it for reversed, the Lakers. Right. The Lakers got the game to overtime and then beat New Orleans in the overtime. So and to the KC's point on this too, they didn't. Neither team was good at free throws last night. Yeah. So even so if maybe he did foul, Luca wouldn't have made Luka, him. Luka, he matter of fact, Greg, that's a good point. He was three of six from the line right. when they would have fouled him. They shot 53% for the game last night. 53% the, the, the Mavs. Dallas the Mavs? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, it, yeah, it was just the – it's easy to – hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, I right. know. But I just hope – the reason I'm making such a big deal about this is I hope when this comes up again – You're trying to get through will, to the Lakers to, players? No, to anybody coaching basketball on the high school, okay. college, or Good. pro level. Yeah, I like that. Because it happens at UCLA games. It happens at Laker games. And if you talk to any coach, they'll say, well, it's situational. Like he's talked to Frank Vogel about this. He goes, it's time and score. He goes, it depends how much time left. There's under 10 seconds, you foul. And last yep. night, that was the case. And we just didn't do it. But again, there were several reasons why the Lakers lost. They got out-rebounded on the offensive boards 14-3. to They got screwed on two calls. They couldn't make threes themselves all night. Troy Brown got fouled at the end of the game. And, you know, there's, there's a million... That, this decision not to foul Luka is not the sole reason they lost the game. But... Had they done it the way I'm suggesting, I think they would have won. I agree. They could have stole it. I agree. And now here comes Coach Ireland. Here comes Joel Embiid. Yeah, yeah. And the Sixers, who are 14 and three over their last 17 games. Yikes! So there you go. Yeah. So I'm having a personal crisis. Uh oh. Oh, by the way, lie of the day. What is it? Did you run out of weed? <laughs> no, I've got plenty of that. All right, so do you want to do the lie again since it's your I'll, prize? Yeah, I'll do okay. the lie. Your lie yesterday was one of the best lies of all thank time. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very proud of my ability to lie. Yesterday, Mason, uh, at the start of the show, in detail, was trying to get something out of his teeth, and he had no dental floss. He asked me if I had dental floss. I said no. <laughs> he said, no problem. He took a piece of paper, yeah. and all this like played out in front of me. Yeah. He took a piece of paper, and he used it as dental floss. He said, and he goes, "I can't. Ireland's not working. I yeah. can't get out. What else can I try?" I said, "Go buy a diet coke. Yep, they can. That can get the super That'll glue off of a penny. Yeah. That'll get that penny." He goes, "Okay, somebody go get me a diet coke." In the meantime, he, he kept going with the paper and the paper. You're making that noise, and then like an hour later, he goes, "I got it. I got it out." And so then, end of the show is lie of the day. 
And it turns out the lie of the day was Mason never had anything stuck in his teeth. It was all performance art. Oh, it was my favorite lie ever. It was great. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite things is now, now this morning, Mason's telling me a story that I'm sure I'll get to at some point. And I'm like, okay. Is this a precursor for the lie? I, I, I yeah. said to him, like, hey, hold on. It's lie of the day today. I try to lay the groundwork early. For, like the long play. I like the long play. At like 12 o'clock. Yeah. yeah exactly. An hour before the show even starts. Any of those stories. I don't know. That's the, the day. I don't believe anything you say ever. Uh, and we're doing hockey night at crypto.com arena. Me and Bergman going to take listeners to see uh, some hockey and see all the stars next Thursday night. If you can identify today's lie of the day. So it's an effort Friday. We got a lot going on. Bergman met some guy last night. And Bergman was at the game last night, and he met some guy with three nipples. It Friday. He works for us. Yeah, and, and, and he's so coming on. We said get the guy. With three nipples. Yeah. So he's. what time is he coming on? Uh, two. Two o'clock. Yeah, what two time o'clock. is Cranston coming on? One thirty. Oh, he's coming on next. we got to get a break. Okay. Brian Cranston coming up next. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Big time star. Brian Cranston's on the line with us. Why are you spinning the wheel? It's Brian Cranston. That was a different button. <laughs> Wrong button. Hey, what's up, Brian? What's up, Brian? You're spinning the wheel. Maybe there's some other celebrity you can hook up. Oh, yeah. Trust me, you're you're, you're as big you're as big as we get. <laughs> yeah. We're not, you know, we're we're not at a network or anything here, Brian. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. How are you guys? We, Everything's great. We are excellent, and and always glad to have you on the show. Hey, before we get going, because I know we're going to talk about your show, but I I, I want to compliment you on Dos Hombres. I now, I don't know if this is what you intended it for, but in my house, it has replaced tequila. We are all mezcal yeah. now. And Brian, I've found all that- right. I've found that like all the drinks I used to put tequila in, whether it be margarita, the James Worthy Splash, which is- two shots of Dos Hombres with a splash of pineapple juice. It's all better with Dos Hombres. You guys completely nailed it. Uh, It's all I serve at the Ireland house, and I also give it to others as a gift, and they say the same thing. So you guys completely nailed it. Way to go. John, this endorsement is amazing. I mean, thank you for that. My God, it, and it's totally you heartfelt. Saved me a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I, and plus, I'm buying enough of it, Brian, where you, you know, your stock will stay solid. Yeah. So that that helps too. So, that's, Brian, that's, I also want to compliment. Yeah. What is your? Yeah. Come on. I also want to compliment you on the story you told on the Conan O'Brien podcast. I think uh, about your experiences in Salzburg, Austria. <laughs> 
Oh, that's of course the the, the compliment you would want. To <laughs> uh, just you're you're lascivious. You're a gutter. You're a gutter trap. I'm exactly. <laughs> you you listen. He's he's talking about when I lost my virginity. I was 16 years old to a professional in Austria, and um, and I'm open to talk about it. It's like it's funny because. I'd look back on that and I go, I don't have shame about that. I don't have pride about that either. It's just what is that was that was my story. So how old were you, Brian? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, that, 16. yeah that's such a better story. Than I know, but at least you uh, you didn't do it with an amateur. You did it with a pro. That's exactly. a good thing, right? Yeah. Whoever brokered that Go is a genius. Yeah. Um, all right. right. So let's, <laughs> Brian. Let's talk about your honor. Which, uh, frankly, in season one. I didn't know if there was going to be a season two. Did you always know there was going to be a season two? No, uh, I wasn't uh, under contract to do a second season. And I, I liked the format of the beginning, middle, and end in one season, tell the whole story, and then walk away. And right. The first season of, of Your Honor ended in a tragic way, but I thought it was very appropriate. And I was satisfied. with it. I, I liked it very much. And so I was willing to walk away from it. And then our showrunner from the first season, Peter Moffat, said, what, what would he be doing? What would Michael Desiato be doing now after such a tragedy? And I said, I think he would either have eliminated himself or uh, is in prison for his, his crimes. And he came back and he pitched me an idea. I liked it. I pitched him back with some adjustments. He liked that. And off we went. And we kind of created this overarching um, season-long storylines. Uh, season 2 premieres Sunday night on Showtime. I, I read that it's like the biggest show Showtime's ever had in terms of streaming numbers and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I can see why they wanted another we, season. Uh, happily is, surprised that Showtime said they we were their number one show series ever. Oh, that's great. So yeah. is that why you had the scraggly beard for as long as you did? Yes. Scraggly beard went along with his storyline. Um, I was telling people I was doing a movie, but and, and actually I, I would have shaved it off earlier, but I found a nest of birds in there. And I, okay. I just couldn't, I just, yeah. All right, so Brian, uh, I need your advice on something. Every year when I go to New York, I go see a show. You uh, are one of the many reasons that I love live theater. I, I will pay to support live theater wherever. I, I saw you do Network in New York. I saw you do Power of Sale at the Geffen. I'll go to any show where people tell me it's good. So I'm going to New York at the end of this month. Do you have any shows that you would point me towards? Or have you been working on your honor and you're not dialed in at Broadway? What do you think about me going to see something in a month? You got anything you're hot on? What? Yeah, I have a couple friends in Leopoldstadt, which I thought was really good storytelling. Um, I like that a lot. Um, what else? Uh, is there a musical out? I haven't been uh, able to, to see much. Well, I, I don't. I may get. I may get lucky, there. and and um, I they, I think they're going to extend the Music Man, which is Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster, and I both I like both of them a lot. So that that may be can't go wrong. Yeah, that may be that may be where. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm not going till the end of January. So give it some thought, and if you think something, zip me an email and let me know what, what I should go see. 
I will. Okay. I will okay. That. So you got yeah, two man. of you got two of them turn, uh, Tony Awards, right? So are you ever going to like do a musical to try to win the third? <laughs> uh, not to try to win the third because I don't I don't try to win anything. Right. Um, right. That's the kiss of death. But uh, <laughs> I I am very close to uh, negotiating for a revival of a musical, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, if it comes through, we should know very soon, actually, maybe early next week, okay. uh, whether or not it's going to happen, and then uh, and then I'll make an announcement. That's nice. awesome. Nice. So, uh, so Brian, what is... Uh what are you doing with the Super Bowl? I, I heard Walter White is coming back to the uh, to the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> you know, yes, you heard right. Um, Aaron Paul and I, along with the director of this spot, Vince Gilligan, wow, uh, who created Breaking Bad, sure, uh, we were asked by uh, Pop Corners if we wanted to do a spoof on on uh, Breaking Bad. And and we we read the scripts and we thought you know what this is pretty funny, let's let's have fun. You know it, we had so much of a, of a good thing with Breaking Bad, but there weren't a lot of opportunities to just cut up and be silly and ridiculous and have fun. And this gave us that opportunity uh, within the milieu of Breaking Bad. Yes, we have a Super Bowl commercial coming out um, uh, with for Popcorners. Oh, that's great. Very nice. Yeah. So I have a... I, do I bring this up or not? Sure, why not? Jorge? Yeah. So yes, uh, Jorge is uh, our our guy, our producer, associate producer here, yeah. and he produces a big award show we do called The Mandy's. We did it last year, and we are going to do it again this year, Mandy's 2. Um, and Jorge had this idea that wouldn't it be cool, and this isn't for over the air, it's just for in the ballroom that we're doing the show, wouldn't it be cool if Brian voiced the intro for the Mandy Awards. But as usual, Brian, we have no budget. No budget. So, But uh, nobody's ever going to hear it except the people in that ballroom. We're not going to like market it or anything like that. Would you be willing to lay down a track for us? For Jorge, I will be the uh, announcer. <laughs> 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 awesome, uh, there, you, there you go, Jorge. I kind of put you on the spot. Like, to say no now, it would yeah, not you, sound you, good. Well, no. <laughs> you can say no yeah, if you want great. to. You're, you're, you're always very supportive. I, I appreciate that. You're personal friends, and I love that part of it, too. Uh, you have a great show. Uh, I listened to the Mandy's last year. I remember it was uh, it was um, entertaining. Yes. Yeah, good word. And, 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 and the exact right inflection in your voice when yes. you said it, too. Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, Brian, we, we brought you on to talk about your honor, but we know you are a huge Dodger fan. Mason and I are both worried that the Dodgers have kind of punted this offseason. Like, normally, they're in on everybody. Now we got a bunch of guys going out and not a lot of guys going in. Where's your head with the Dodgers for the season coming up? I think the the philosophy behind the, the Dodgers' approach this offseason was addition by subtraction. I think they have a lot of kids who are ready to show what they've got. And we've heard nonstop, how many years have we heard, wow, what a great uh, minor league organization the Dodgers have. Yeah. What great uh, uh, drafting they do. They've got these kids. They're so talented. Uh, well, it's time. Let's see. Let's see what they got. And they didn't want to spend the money for, for players 
you know, without naming names who, who have fallen off. Right. And, uh, and are not what they used to be. And I think they do want to get underneath the, the competitive balance uh, threshold. Uh, and perhaps then go big on Otani. That's been talked about. Sure. I think that's a, a real possibility. Um, so I'm not as uh, negative as you guys seem to be on this season. I, I don't mind a rebalancing of of their roster. Yeah, I'm worried, not negative. Like, I, I'm just worried about it. You see two rookies in the starting lineup, and you think, huh, two rookies in the starting lineup while the Padres signed Xander Bogarts. I, huh. I'm just worried. Worried is the yeah. right word. It's almost as if the, the Padres have taken a page from the Dodgers playbook and the Dodgers hunted and, and you know, have have a completely different approach. Yeah. Well we're we're gonna find it'll play out right before our eyes. Uh, Sunday night, your honor, season two, starring our friend Brian Cranston. Brian, thanks a lot for coming on. Can't man. W- can't wait to watch it, Brian. See you in, see you in Salzburg. That sounds good. It's so good. See you guys. Bye, Brian. Oh, that was such a funny. Did you hear that on uh, the Conan? I saw a clip of the Conan podcast. And he basically told the whole story about how he lost his virginity. Who gets uh, who gets let loose in Europe? It's at the age of 16. 16. Yeah, I wasn't. I was. I had never even been on a plane. My first airplane was when I was. How old were you when you lost yours? 18. Me too. Yeah. 18. Yeah. Unless you count that thing that happened when I was No, 50. we're not counting right. that. Yeah. <laughs> what thing? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, count up next for you. Okay. I have a personal emergency. Really? Personal uh, emergency. I'm, I'm here to help. Yeah, I will explain it coming up. Don't forget, it's a Bud Light Football Friday on 710 ESPN. Getting you pumped for what's on tap for Super Bowl weekend and kicking off the NFL playoffs. Presented by Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Got to be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. 2023 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Oh, Valvoline. Oh, I'm just reading everything today. Okay. Uh, Hey, is your vehicle due for service? Head into your neighborhood Valvoline instant oil change home with a 15-minute drive-thru oil change. For over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people like you. No dragging the kids to a dirty waiting room. At Valvoline, you stay in your car safe while the expert technicians make sure your ride is in peak performance. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, more. Just pull up, drive in, drive out in about 15 minutes. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for location and game-winning coupons off your next Valvoline instant oil change. Bergman, anything else I'm supposed to read right here? You can continue reading whatever you got in front of you. done mason ireland 710 esp another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of slash talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
Okay. Huh. All right. Huh. This is something that, that that I think, Mason, you've dealt with. Greg, perhaps you've dealt with it. Jorge and I, I don't know. Okay. But here it is. Hmm. You're hmm. the owner of a business. Okay. You take a call off a customer. They're unhappy and behaving aggressively toward you. Hmm. How do you react? Am I I'm the owner of the business? Yeah. Did anybody ever get in your face at the theater? Oh, yeah. What was like a typical complaint? Uh, the... Uh, Let's see, what was it too? Uh, I spilled my popcorn and nobody came to clean it up. Okay. Okay. So the women's restroom okay. is filthy. Stuff like that. So okay. So I'll be I'll be the customer okay. and you be the owner. Okay. Hey, uh, are you the owner? Yes, I am. Okay. Um I went into your bathroom mm -hmm. and it's gross. I mean, that thing hasn't been cleaned, obviously, in several days. The toilets are clogged, there's no toilet paper. Yeah. Um I it's unsanitary. Yeah. I, I I couldn't even watch the movie. I couldn't stay. I, I want my money back. Well, first of all, thank you. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. Well, what are you going to do about and it? And I am going to, I mean, literally from this conversation, I'm going to go have a conversation with my manager and somebody or a team of people are going to go in if you say it's as bad as it is and, and clean up. And in the meantime, I, I want to offer you uh, two passes to come back to see a movie here at Cinema's I, I brought 10 people with me. I will offer you 10 passes. Well, what, I mean, but we've wasted our whole day. I think you should offer me, I mean, I think I should be able to have passes for the whole month. Um, I, you know, I don't know about the whole month. 10, 10 passes. 10 passes for the whole month the because whole month? you ruined my day. Yeah, yeah. I wasted my whole day. I, I got everybody together and I brought them over I, here and you screwed me. I completely understand your upset and I completely understand your concern. And believe me, you have uh, made me re review how we're doing business. How about free concessions along with the passes? What would you like from the concession stand right now? One of everything. Okay, it's coming. Uh, we'll, we will get that for you right now. Okay, and I'd like the restaurant next door. Can you get me in over there? Unfortunately, I don't know anybody over there, but I do have a, a friend who operates another restaurant. I can get you. Yeah, can you get me in there? there? Absolutely. Excellent. Uh, yeah, whatever for, it takes. For 10 people? For 10 people. Yeah, dinner for 10? Absolutely. You are a sucker, man. No, no. <laughs> I just negotiated all sorts right, of... But Bergman, a, you see how much crap that, I got out of That was way too much stuff. You went way too far, way too much. Right, well, Bergman, let me do it. Okay. Let me do it to you. Okay. All right? All right. Uh, you're the assistant program director. Amanda's gone. Yep, uh, okay. Hey, Greg, are you in charge at that radio station? Yep, sure am. Okay. Only um, while Amanda's not here. All right. Uh, I've been listening to to your station for years. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, I'm done listening to it. Why? Because I don't like the people you have on there. Mm. That, what, that John Ireland and Steve Mason, they're rude. They're insensitive. They don't get it. I mean, I they don't take any, that, but why? They don't take any calls. They're very mean to Jorge. Why don't you do something about those two idiots? Well, you know what I have to say to you about that, sir? Is why don't you just go <laughs> yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was good. That was really good. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> now, there are, right? You do get complaints about, about the station, right? <laughs> I Sir, you. I'd like the way you said, <laughs> Sir, go F yourself. Oh, it was respectful. I like that.
<laughs> you weren't uh, expecting that, were you? No. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, out of curiosity, are there complaints that I'm sure there are complaints? Yeah, we get complaints all the time. Like how many complaints a day by phone call or by email? Used to get a lot of phone calls. Yeah. Um, I don't get the emails as much. I know Amanda gets a lot of emails. I, I know Boss Amanda gets emails. She yeah. gets a lot of emails. Um, how does we, she most respond? of it's on Twitter. She sends them to me and says, "Clean up your act." <laughs> 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 no, sometimes she responds, sometimes not. I mean, that's up to how she wants to handle it. But sure. sometimes she'll say like, "I'm sorry," or you know, "I don't, I don't know." Actually, you'd have to ask her, right? But um, we get a lot of on Twitter. We get it on the YouTube chat sometimes, and sometimes I respond, and sometimes we don't. Okay, okay. Jorge. All right, Jorge, have you ever owned a business or been in a position where people would come to you to complain? I would borrow a page from Jeff Passan. You know what, boys? Can I call you back? I actually <laughs> have a Everybody's got a joke today. Everybody's got a well, joke. Well, I'll tell you what you did, Mace, though, is you did a very good job of diffusing the situation, but you Correct. gave up way too much stuff. I will never send you in to negotiate for me. You just gave away the whole store. Look, I gave away like 99 cents worth of popcorn and soda. <laughs> I mean, it's really no skin off my back. Uh, no, I, in my view, and this was the case with all of my employees when we operated theaters, right. Right. The customer is always, always, always right. You thank them, you agree with them. What if and you the try dispute right? is between two customers and you are in a situation where they're like Jorge and I are in a movie theater and we get in a fight over the armrest. Right. And we literally get in a physical altercation and it's affecting everyone else. Yeah. What do you do then? Uh, take it outside. <laughs> Slap. <laughs> uh, yeah, but would we, we would be told to leave? Uh, yeah, I'd have to... I, Do we I, get I, our money back? Uh, yes. Well, when in doubt, give their money back. Uh, does the winner of the fight get to come back in? Yes, yes. It's <laughs> a double feature. It's a double feature. Oh, so man. I learned that, by the way, when I was operating a grocery... Or operating. When I was working in a grocery store. When I was a kid, when I was like 15 years old, I was working in the grocery. And uh, our manager, Mr. Kelly, said, no matter what, they're right. No matter what, they're right. And so I've always taken that If position. I ever told you about, okay, tell me if, number one, if I handled it right, and okay. number two, if they handled it right. Right. So years ago. Okay. So this will tell you how long ago. It was the year that Hitch and Million Dollar oh, Baby wow. came out. Yeah. Because they came out at the same time. So I'm in Boston on a Laker trip. I got a night off. I don't have anything going on. There's a movie theater right next to the hotel. Okay. I go see Million Dollar Baby. It's a very good movie, Ooh, but you remember the end? dark ending, yeah. And I walk out at the end, and I'm like, God, I'm like depressed. That thing yeah. was awful. And I'm walking by, I'm walking out of the theater. Yep. And it says, my movie was at like eight. Yep. And it says, Hitch, starting at 1030. And I say to the guy that's there. Mm-hmm. Guy, the usher that's yep. outside thing. I go, hey man, I just got a million dollar baby and it was super dark. Can I just like get it out of my head and go in there and watch Hitch for 20 minutes? He goes, he said, yes, and thank you for asking. There you go. Um, but would you have told me to go back and buy another ticket? Like, was I stupid to ask? Here's, okay, so here's the difference. So I would have said, go right ahead. Yeah. My operating partner, the guy that was there every day, was yeah. a hard ass, and he would have said, "No, sir, you must buy another ticket." Okay, yeah. So it's a it's but a I think because I difference. asked, it it helped me. Correct, because yeah. a lot of people will just, just cross go over. In. Would just yeah. go. Like I used to go to the Southwick Mall in Toledo, and I would see three. My mom would drop me off at noon. I would see three movies. She'd come back and pick me up. Uh, I, I did, that, and I by the way, and I would I would cross, which you know is wrong to do, and you should never do it. Well, and by the way. 
your mom, that's like a whole day of no babysitting. No, no, that's true. pretty smart play by by Donna, right? So there. here's my personal crisis. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Okay. So, John, what do Juan and I do every single night? Eat in bed. No, we don't anymore. Oh, that's what right. What do we do every single night? We we cannot live without our Grubhub. No, our jacuzzi. Oh, really? Our jacuzzi. Okay. okay. So we have a jacuzzi brand jacuzzi out of ground. Yeah. And above uh, ground. Above mean, above ground. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I'm so desperate. I put this out on on Twitter. Okay. Um, my above ground jacuzzi brand jacuzzi is broken. Okay. Uh, the screen says flow control error. So I am looking for. And I called some jacuzzi guy. He said, yeah, we can get there by the end of the month. I'm like, by the end of the month, what am I going to do in the meantime? So if you are a jacuzzi brand or a jacuzzi expert. I got the guy. Do you have a guy? Yeah, I'm saying it to you right now. This guy's great. This, really? Yeah, he's great. He's a pool service guy, but I think he can fix it. And if not, he can get you somebody that can fix it. Yeah, and if, if, by the way, and if you're out there and you're a jacuzzi, what are you laughing about? No, nothing. We're uh, telling jokes back here. Oh, okay, good. Um, uh, and if you're a jacuzzi guy, you, you can DM me too. I, um, I'll i try John's guy. I'll try you. I'll try whoever to get the jacuzzi fixed. I think we probably used the jacuzzi probably every night this year so far. Yeah. We sit there for an hour every night. Send this guy a text and see if he gets back to you. He's busy, but I bet you he'll come help you out. Okay, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. The yeah. other the other thing, it was a, just a crap morning. It's Friday the 13th. And Is it really? T- I didn't even I know really, that until you just said it. Today, I really believe it. So I've- Oh my I've, gosh, how did I not- see that coming so i mentioned one of my favorite movies of the year is rrr it is right. screening on netflix right now right uh it's an indian film mm-hmm. uh and it's unbelievable dancing singing battling fighting explosions sex everything is in this movie okay so today after much much work i arranged to get the star of the movie on the culture pop podcast his Who's name it? is ram sharan okay um, and he is, and I'm not kidding. India is a what? country. Of oh, it's two, easy. he's from India. Yeah, I was going to ask you what nationality of two is. Two billion people, right? And he is the Tom Cruise of India. He's okay. in the top three grossing Indian films of all time. Okay. So all set up, got him ready to go. Can't get the Zoom to work, and I've got like the Indian oh, Tom Cruise on the line. I no. cannot get the Zoom Why? to work. What happened? Reboot or resume or I. But you've never had that problem before. Two hundred and forty episodes. Never had the problem, and it happened to be when the Tom Cruise of India was on the line without the Scientology. Do you do you think you can get him back? (sighs) Probably not. Yeah, that's probably it. He went back to Delhi. Bummer. Went back to Delhi. It sucked. And then uh, Juan, Ron. The dog went to the vet for the first time today. Okay. Uh, so uh, he uh, was not excited about it. Of course not. And when he got the vet home. sucks. When he got home, he jumped up into my lap and threw up. And I'm like, thank you, Ron the dog. Uh, thank you. I wonder, That's the kind of morning it's been. I wonder if Ron throwing up has anything to do with his visit to the vet or if he just ate, oh, if I he think just he ate was, something. I think he was nervous. Yeah, I think he was me freaked too. out. I mean, that was his first time at the vet, so damn, threw up and threw up on my Laker hoodie, which right. I was going to wear today that I love. Well, you remember the first time we hired and met Bergman, he came in and he was nervous, so he threw up. Yeah, he did throw yeah, up. And then right. that was it. First time. I throw up after every show. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, you're like, who was the coach that used to, was it Dick Vermeil who would throw up before every game? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. But it's afterwards because I'm so disgusted. There you go. So, yeah. John, I got a story to tell you. Is it true or are you making it up? Got a story to tell you about a guy named Three Nip G. Oh, is he coming in next? He's coming in next. Three okay. Nip G, his name is Alex Gravati, works for a good karma branch. Okay. And what's he happens he, what's to he, have three What does nipples. Alex do for us? Uh, we'll find out. We'll find out. Right. He's I in have, some sort of- Bergman sent a 
a text last night, and basically the text was something along the lines of, hey, I'm at the Laker game. There's some guy that works for us that has three nipples. <laughs> Do you guys want him on the show? Yeah. And I immediately responded, it's effort Friday. Yeah. Of course we want him on the show. I have many questions for yes. Alex. Yes. And by Friday, I'm looking is- more forward to this interview than I was to the Cranston interview. Dead yes. serious. I, I believe you. That's yeah. great. He's and excited, I told too. Bergman earlier today, I, I, I have many... You didn't screw up and forget to book no, the no, three-nipple no, guy, no. We did got you? Three and he said, no. Absolutely not. His nickname, okay. by the way, he goes by three-nip G. He, they, that's a term of endearment that he enjoys. Correct. correct. Okay. We, we will talk to well, three-nip G coming up next. And we'll ask him about this. He found a girl that has three nipples. Exactly. Spoiler alert. All right. Uh, we will get to that coming Many up next. questions about that. Too. Mason Ireland, 710 ESPN.